Welcome to the Bros on Beers podcast, episode number four. Hello, Pearl. Hello, Professor. How you guys doing tonight? Very good. Very good. How you doing, Flex? I'm doing great. Yes, I'm, I'm Flex Ruffus. What's new, Professor? Doing well. Got out skiing last weekend, um, which was nice. First time in over a year. <laughs> Did you not share pictures? Conditions were bad, but... Uh, Is this a surprise? No, I saw a picture of it. Well, there was a picture that was shown. There was? Yeah, there was a picture that was shown, and... And, and I mocked him for, yeah. for violating COVID rules by skiing. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Snow seems covid mm-hmm. <laughs> Never leave your house. Apparently everything seems everything seems COVID-y except Montana. <laughs> well, it's a big guy. It's the only COVID free place. There's like seven people that live there. <laughs> yeah. It's easy to keep six feet away out there. I do believe the speed limit is uh whatever you want to go. I think I I think I drove through that state. It's at least that or like 90. <laughs> well, I, there was a, a comedian used to do a bit about like speeding Montana. The thing about Montana is when they pull you over, you have to pay on the spot. So like, you know, you, you we pulled you over, you speeding tickets, five bucks, hand me, give me five bucks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So they work, they work on bribes. Yeah. Is that it? So the, so the, I, the I, joke I, was like, $5 here, here's a 20. I'm going to speed through your whole goddamn city. <laughs> Yeah, so this year we thought we'd try to save some money and buy used skis. How do you not own skis? You go all the time. Yeah, well, I, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, with the kids, you know, they, they, they grow out of them and like it's a little bit difficult. So we decided like, okay, we'll just buy some used skis and we'll, we'll try that. So we got, we got all this used stuff. And then I went to get the, the bindings Kobe. adjusted. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I went to get the bindings adjusted and... And the uh, all of the shops that I went to said that the bindings were out of um, like warranty, basically, and they they wouldn't adjust them. Like nobody would take on. The... <laughs> I'm legally not allowed to touch that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so I was I and you know you can do it yourself, but with the kids, like I don't want to take those chances. I don't know what I'm yeah. doing. I, I could Google it if I wanted to, but and if it was just me and and my wife, like okay, maybe, but not with the kids. So we we just you know. Finally, we're like, okay, there was a, a sale going on at, at a local ski place. So we just bought, we, we bought skis for everybody. So you're okay with your lifetime, but we're just. Yeah. <laughs> it was just you and the wife. It was just you and the wife. Then, then the safety, you know, doesn't matter. If it actually <laughs> it happens, it happens, you know. <laughs> Some people may want something to happen when it's just you and your wife. <laughs> So the kids' skis are like three years from now. They're much longer than they should be. <laughs> yeah, they're they're a little bit bigger. Um, yeah. but like I said, they were they were on they were on sale, so we, we got a good deal. So I'm not too yeah. worried about it. And yeah. I, I figured we could probably sell them used. You know, when when yeah. the kids do grow up. Do they uh, ever want to snowboard, or just they're into skiing? Um, no, they're not hoodlums. They're, <laughs> they're not Wait a minute, that's degenerates. <laughs> <laughs> no i i don't know we, i mean i've tried snowboarding a couple of times and man you fall hard when you're snowboarding and yeah, i yeah. just never i never got over that that hump so i just went back to skis and that's what we know that's what the kids know so. my daughter is the biggest like uh stressor ever like anything choose dinner 
you know, choose an outfit, choose this. She stresses out, but she snowboards. You know, she just never skiing was never nice. part of the picture. So, I'm quite surprised that your 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 kids did not do that. Yeah, but it's interesting. My my daughter started. She wanted to snowboard because she's like, oh, it looks cool. Like that that's what people are doing. I want to snowboard. <laughs> but then she realized like, like you have to. The main thing about snowboarding is, is you have to get over the fear. Like you have to go fast. The faster you go, the easier it gets. And she mm-hmm. can't do that. She can't. She she's just not equipped for dealing with fear. So it's just <laughs> it's it's a difficult process for her. Yeah. So I, I, I think, think we, we may go back to skis at some point. Yeah, that is that's exactly why I ski because I did buy a snowboard and I couldn't get over that fear. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm too old to. Uh, still be doing this so let me just ski and enjoy this time that i have here yeah that's a, that's the other thing. yeah like i i look around the mountain and like there's a bunch of 90 year old 80 year old skiers Stop. what the hell are you talking about Get my pretty i've name. never seen anyone snowboarding over 50 so like it's... <laughs> yeah i i tried i gave it a shot all right guys what do you uh what are you guys what are we drinking? drinking? Isn't this bros on beers? Should we talk yeah, about beer? Yeah, that's right. Well, you know what? This is all about the beer, right? Let me start off because this has been a long time. Coming. All right. I'm not going to talk about it yet, but I am going to open it and mention it. Oh, this it's is got a, it's got a cork. It's got. Uh, it, it, it's not champagne. Oh, yeah. Describing this for our non non visual viewers, you had yeah. it's like a champagne bottle. You had to undo the little twist at the top. Well, and you're going to hear the. You, you, they will be allowed to hear the pop as they pop the top off. But this is my Chimay. Uh, it's probably about six, seven years that I've been drinking this. Uh, just a fantastic beer. Um, this is the one I was mentioning. Wait, hold on. There it is. There's that sound. Got to capture that sound. Uh, special rules. There's three special rules for this beer that I'll mention later. But. Uh, uh, the Chimay, this is a Chimay red. They make a red, a blue, and a gold. And this oh. is a red favorite. Um, it's, like, it's like Johnny Walker. Wait, wait, but does it go the opposite? Is red the good one? Because uh, in Johnny Walker, red's the bad one. No, this <laughs> is completely its own thing. Yeah, yeah. That that's your expertise there, Professor. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm just trying to just trying to reference it. Yeah, blue is usually sold in restaurants, unfortunately, but the red is my favorite. Not much different about it. So, yeah, you were talking about this uh, Chimay from episode one. Yeah, long, long yeah. time. But No, no, I've had that. That, anyway. that, that, is, I, I, that is very oh, good. Yeah. It it's is very strong. I, I will uh, bring this up later when we have a little chat about this, but I'm sure you guys want to open yours. Who wants to be next? Yeah, that'd be great. I'll, I'll go next. Um, good. So I've got the uh, Christmas Was Tomorrow from the Bradley Brew Project. Bradley? That up, and that's uh, wow, that's a good sound. Yeah, that's this is a uh, stout um, from the Bradley Brew Project, which is in Bradley Beach, New Jersey. And oh, you go local, I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I went local. Got to get some of these local uh, breweries in here. So, this is a an orchata inspired stout brewed with milk, sugar, rice, almonds, cinnamon, and vanilla. So, I got this around Love Christmas it. time. And I loved it so much that I, I had to get more um, before it was gone. Uh, so I, I didn't even know, I don't know if you guys know what horchata is. Have you ever heard of that before? 
It sounds like a <laughs> sausage. No, not uh, so I had to look it up. It's it's a popular Mexican drink that is often described as sweet rice milk beverage. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So it's made yeah. out of it's it's like a rice milk. Uh, it's made out of rice milk, vanilla, and cinnamon. They they and serve them in the in the taquerias in in California. Oh, okay. There you yeah. go. During the during this like this big bin, it, 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 and they have all the different colors and different flavors. Yeah. Yeah, so this is a very, very tasty stout. I really like it. It's uh, 8.5% ABV. Um, and I think one of the interesting things, this this brewery, they have a really nice tap room in Bradley Beach. Um, it's, it's really nice. I actually had a, a, a birthday uh, gathering there one year because I really like it so much. Um, and... Uh, I, one thing that I think is interesting about their, this brewery is that um, the names of their beers, actually their, their most popular beer is called Unicorn Girls. And they, they told me that the names of the beers, um, that they were named by these two little girls that the owners, uh, I guess the owner's daughters. Um, so I think they're the Unicorn Girls. Uh, so the, yeah, their, their beers are like Unicorn Girls and Alicorn Girls and Huggle Up. <laughs> and you know, just like these kind of weird, childish-sounding names. Um, Christmas was tomorrow. I'm assuming it was. I wish Christmas was tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's a yeah. It's a really they they have a lot of variety in their beers. Like every time you go there, they've got different things on tap. There, it's not it's not a very it's not a huge place, but um, they do have a lot of variety in their beers, and, and they're they're pretty good. Very nice. So that's what I'm uh, drinking. Very nice. Have you taken a sip yet? I will know. Oh, that's nice. That's dark. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, it's very dark. And you, like you said, really nice taste. You said your uh, favorite were stouts. What? Uh, my favorite, my favorite beer is a, a porter. Actually, a porter. I'm sorry. But yeah, definitely in the in the winter, um, you know, I enjoy like the porters, the stouts, yeah. um, heavier ales, you know, things like that. Very good. <clears throat> All right. Well, I am Professor. drinking a New England style double IPA. It's called Northern Heights. It's from Ten Bends uh, Brewery. They're uh, they're in Vermont. Let's open this up. Oh, and uh, nice. they're they're like just a little bit north of Stowe, so they're they're up there. They're they're close Stowe. to the Canada border, oh, wow. and. Uh, this beer is is fantastic. I've, I've had this before, uh, and it's a New England style IPA. It's very cloudy. It's very sort yeah. of has a, has that you know the New Englands are interesting to me because you know this whole IPA craze that that, that happened, which is uh, you know many years ago by now, but still. At first, I wasn't really into IPAs. I was always a Guinness sort of like stout porter, <laughs> you know, and I didn't like IPA. The first strong IPA I had, I was like, this tastes like baby aspirin. Why am I, why am I, <laughs> why am I drinking this? <laughs> but, but it's, 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 in a way, it's like scotch that, that like, you know, that, that taste, that, that, that flavor, yeah, you acquire it, it over time. The more of, yeah. more of these I've had, the more I start to appreciate them. But the New Englands are interesting because they're they're a little bit mellower than than the traditional IPA, 
but still yeah. very cloudy, very chunky, very you know citrusy. The hops that, that, that they make this with still very delicious. Yeah, the IPA and, is like the New England IPA is for like the newcomer. So mm -hmm. like it was funny that you mentioned that with the uh, Guinness was I actually snuck out and played golf this past Tuesday, Four. and uh, one of the guys that came played. Sounds covidy. Sounds covidy. <laughs> very covidy. <laughs> <laughs> It was like almost super COVIDy, but uh, so one of the guys brought Guinness. You know that was the beers that that was the beers that he brought. So well, we tis the season. Yeah, he mentioned <laughs> IPAs and whatnot, and you know, I said, well, if you want to start off and try some IPAs, you know, start with New England because New England is the like you know the you know it breaks you know yeah the, yeah, the, it, it, like, yeah it's exactly the first one you want to try and then journey your way across you know because it is very smooth it's not as bitter and harsh as some ipas can be so um it is very good and then i actually had to have that guinness because after 18 holes of golf we of somehow go through all the beers that we brought <laughs> so uh, on one of the holes i did have a guinness and it was warm and aren't you supposed to drink guinness warm kind of it was canned it's, uh, it's not warm but <laughs> it doesn't need to be completely refrigerated yeah, or you can, yeah. So yeah, I think that's more of a uh, a wives, wives tale. tale. Yeah, but I I I did get it down. But uh, again, I'm not a big Guinness Guinness guy. But um, anyway, so really, uh, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to leave this podcast. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I, I think it's you, the, uh, if you if you're gonna be on Bros on Beers and say you don't like Guinness, then you. And again, I, I have to say, like, again, it's the stereotypical thing. It's me in my head. I have that in my head that I don't like that. But, you know, every time I have one, I'm like, man, this is good. And this doesn't taste as, as like, coffee, as chocolatey as I thought it would be. So, you know, it's is it more. Just, is it just Guinness that you don't like or is it stouts in general? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I I think in my head it's those darker ones when I hear a few of our other uh, Text guys talk about dark beers. You know, I don't. I don't like that chocolatey kind of, you yeah. know, dark coffee taste. You know, to oh, my beers. Oh no, oh no. Yeah. Guinness just emailed me. They're leaving <laughs> us as a sponsor. Oh, <laughs> good job. Good, good well, job, well, let, let me bring up mine while we. God are damn it, Pearl. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring up um, <laughs> region again with this. Um, my beer is a Chimay. Um, you know, they have three rules that they follow that, that, that their beers need to uh, adhere to. And it's this Trappist, they call them the Trappist principles. Uh, one that it's made local in a local abbey, which is a, like, uh, like religious, I guess, like covenant or a monastery type things. So that's rule number one, that it's made local. Uh, rule number two is that somehow there's monks that need to supervise the brewing of the beer. Which is again Jamay. Um, and rule number three, which I find kind of fits in with, I think, you know, both of your guys, you know, ideals too, as as well as mine, you know, is that their bulk of their income is given back to charities and and positive, you know, uh, you know, places that give back the money. Yeah. So, well, if by charity you mean my children, then you're absolutely correct. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of like the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like our our checks that we're getting from the government. 
<laughs> more kids you got, oh, more money. I, I'm got. not getting one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ditto. Yeah, I was trying to fix that. I tried to rush my uh, uh, taxes so I would actually get one because I made less this year. But uh, I didn't get it done in time, so now I'm not getting anything. Hmm. So there, you made less. Is, is that is the male escort business not doing well? Yeah, anymore? It, was, it was way down. But anyway, back to Chimay. Their quote is that leave the world in the best possible state for the future, because we owe what we have right now to the way that people left it for us. So we need to do the same for everybody in the future. And our, yes, that's, you know, that's a great message. Yeah. I have yeah. a lot of stock, and I'm going to encourage you guys to buy stock in hydrogen. Um, you know, that's the future. So, you know, there's a, there's a stock called uh, HYSR that... Are we, are we market tampering? Is this, is this <laughs> GameStop to the moon? Hold on, hold on. This, this is what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I have about 34,000 shares. And if anybody wanted to buy into HYSR... Oh, okay. <laughs> it's all for our children. Because if, yeah. if I went, we all went. Anyway, that's Chimay. Wait, 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 uh, wait, so in, where's Chimay? Where's Chimay based? Hold on, hold on. Tasty, meaningful, authentic Chimay. That's it. Where's Chimay from? Uh, Belgium. Belgium, yeah. It's it's, it's a traditional Belgian, yeah, like, like, the, like the old Monk school thing. brewery. That that's yeah. the whole monk thing. Yeah, I get yeah. that. They they Dude. have to follow their their guidelines because if they don't, then what else do they got? Kind of like you know, uh, flex was mentioned. For some point, for some at some point, I thought they were Indian for some reason. I thought that was an Indian beer, but I'm I'm, I'm off on that. Yeah, I'm not gonna say anything. No, what, yeah, what is the, that's uh, dead wrong. That's just dead wrong. <laughs> I'm dead wrong on that. What is the style of beer? It's it's a Belgian like uh, like a well, triple. Yeah, put it this way. Like, what's the taste like? Um. It's a trifle. Ah, yes. I wanted to say trifle. <laughs> it is not actually. It's a double. It's, it's a double. <laughs> it's a quadruple. <laughs> now, hey, back to the songle. <laughs> it, it's. Nice. Uh, I don't know how to explain it. It's like a. Let me put it this way. It's, you want to combine a mix between. Uh, you know, a stout and like an IPA, it's kind of like that. No, it's it's its own thing. Like I've had to make yeah, it's that's... a different, it's a different category. It's it's a good goddamn beer. It's a different. Yeah. yeah. And and one of my favorite things is it's I love it has that, the, it has that like a certain glass. Yeah. You need a wide mouth glass so that kind of like wine, like uh, red wine, where you pour it into a distiller where it needs to aerate. It has that. So, so you, anyway, might, you might like you might like the like so last time I was on when I, I had the sour you might like those as well. like because the the chimay like that that Belgian taste it's a very distinct Correct. tart kind of taste exactly Pearl what's the ABV on that it's only seven which I was surprised oh wow I thought I thought those yeah. I thought they were pretty high yeah I, I yeah no they just make the bottles bigger. They don't. <laughs> it is fun to open. I mean, if yeah. you run a restaurant and you ask for a Chimay, you know, you're it's pretty fancy times. So fancy. It's an event. 
Oh, 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 Chimay, Chimay, sir. <laughs> yes. Oh, you asked for Chimay Blue. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, let me bring this over. All right, gentlemen. Uh, did you guys hear that J-Lo and Aaron Rodriguez are no longer engaged? I didn't know they were engaged to begin with. Yeah. Yes, I thought they, they were married, were. actually. No. Uh, yeah. Oh. But yes, the, the latest story, actually, is that uh, they as broke a... off their engagement. So, mm. All right. as, as, so does that mean they're still dating, but they're just not engaged anymore? No, they're well, done. Well, coming from an expert on uh, breaking off marriages and things like that, uh, I would say they're done. <laughs> There's really no <laughs> this divorce is date with Pearl approved. Stamp. <laughs> Pearl approved. <laughs> there is no. Uh, my, was, like, uh, I'm a I'm a lifelong Yankee fan, but I was gonna say that's exactly where I was. Sorry, I, I apologize. This is a oh, there goes the PG thirteen rating. <laughs> What are your feelings? On we're, we're allowed one per show. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make the editor actually do his goddamn job. And cut something out for once. <laughs> but A-Rod, I never liked him. We paid too much money for him. He came in yeah. and he yeah. sucked. And he, he like you know he, he had great numbers in the regular season, but like it's 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 in the playoffs where it matters, and he always just dropped the ball. And, oh, and really quickly, I'm gonna address my fans out there on Bros on Beers that uh, Pearl is a Mets fan and a Yankee <laughs> hater, but he is also a Giants fan, so he's got that side. Anyway, continue. Oh, the Yankees just emailed me that they're dropping us as a sponsor. Yeah, you're you're breaking this. You're you're breaking the, the stereotype because it's 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 my experience. I've traveled the country in my life, and, but I'm from New Jersey, so I always talk about how I'm from New Jersey. The stereotype is you're a Yankee Giants fan or a Jets Mets yeah. fan. Exactly. That's the, that's the way. That's the stereotype. That's how it's supposed to go. Exactly. The way but I have a work. grandmother, my nana. Where's the beef? That was a Mets fan. And then my mother, who was a Mets fan, my father was just a worker. He didn't follow sports. So I became the Mets fan. And then all of a sudden, hey, there's this sport called football. And I like the Giants. And about a year before, which I know you guys all enjoy this, my brother, about a year before that time when I became a Giants fan was, hey, I like the Dallas Cowboys. (laughs) So he was like 14, 15 at that time. And I was like, 1312 when he did become at that point a Cowboys fan and I don't know what he is. So, so yeah, I I I remember uh I, I give him a lot of credit because it was I think it was freshman year in high school maybe um and he was making it a point that everybody knew he was a Cowboys fan and they were 1 in 15. He's like and and he said I want you all to know I'm a Cowboys fan so that when they're you know, doing good. That you know. Remember when we're forty-seven, and you guys remember this? Yeah, no, I'm not kidding. And I, you know, I always, I always gave him a lot of credit for that. But now, now, what, then, now. oh, 
That's a wait, stop. stop. That's a whole nother episode. That's a whole nother episode. <laughs> we have to we have to bring him in and no. That's a whole yeah. nother episode. <laughs> Which gives you guys reason and credibility for every single thing you guys say about him. And like, what what the F, you know, you, you can't now be Denver or whatever. But, you know, him bringing uh, 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 Manning across the river and just <laughs> that was just the most ridiculous thing. But hilarious all the same. <laughs> Somebody circulated that not too long ago. The, the, the picture of him and Peyton Manning on the Peyton boat, and, and the look on Peyton's face was just so. He circulated <laughs> it. <laughs> Peyton was just like, "What am I doing here? Like, what it was? What, it's like he was caught totally off guard. Like, wait, what? What's going on? Something happening right at this moment." Yeah, it, it, it just like it, it totally makes sense because like he would make it awkward. Of course, he would make it awkward. That's exactly how that would go. <laughs> you know, Peyton. You know that, uh, and he says something. Uh, gentlemen, what are what we are you streaming uh, these days? Yeah, I was just gonna say that. What are we watching? Well, I, I'm watching this one show called Forty One. All right, it was actually a movie. I, I it would. Probably be better off being a, or would have been better off being a, uh, like an episode type thing, but it's on Amazon Prime, and it's the plot of it is that this guy finds a motel room where if you go into the bathroom and open this little door, it takes you back to yesterday. So there's reasons why he knows to go to this restroom, but. It's a very, very good movie. Very small movie. Very, you know, low budget. Um, but I'm going to read from something for a second, if you guys don't mind, because I wrote it down right as I was actually watching the movie. I wanted to share this with Rose on Beers, but I think this actually comes into my life. I'm, I know I share that I was married twice before um, and, you know, a lot of things. And, you know, that brings up a lot of emotions and, you know, things like that. And I've had highs in my life. You know, I've been through some hard times and you know, that I don't even want to bring up on here. And But was there ever a moment in your life where something changed the course of where you are right now, whether it be positive or something that's assumed to be negative? You know, what if there was this future like you that was guiding like those changes throughout your life, technically making the choices to guide you where you actually should be at that exact moment or maybe where you shouldn't be at that exact moment and then changes the course of your life as you you know the road of your life continues or as time progresses and you know as i watched this movie i kind of got emotional in my head like you know i've been through a lot and maybe there's this day even like a day from now saying hey don't do that or do do that or whatever and i've been through some hard times where I don't know. I don't want to, you know, you know, I've had a time where I was coaching basketball. I don't know if you guys know this, where one of my students like passed out on the court and I turned around and tried to go to him and see what was happening. And he ended up, he died right there. He was dead. Oh God, I didn't know that. You know, he had a heart arrhythmia and, you know, like that changed a lot of my life. And is there this person that's like kind of guiding you as you, do things whether they may be positive or negative i know you both have been through some you know positive and negative things you know but like tomorrow did he choose this negative course 
to allow tomorrow to happen a certain way, you know, or a positive course to allow it a certain way. And, you know, I like to think that I did some things wrong in my divorces and whatnot. And, you know, they did some things wrong. But am I today where I need to be? Because somebody, you know, right now as a joke, you know, is like, hey, don't, uh, you know, do do this podcast and don't go out and, you know, get a hamburger. I'm sorry. Dave, please don't get a hamburger. McDonald's no. just called. Uh, they're dropping us as a sponsor. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Anyway. No, no, I, I 100%. I like that's that's deep, man. And I 100% like I agree with that. Like, because my own personal experience is, is that as well. Like, I, yeah. I live in Massachusetts now. And yeah. And there was, I was in Philadelphia for a while and, and things got bad there and yeah. things happened and it, it changed me. And, and yeah. but, but if that didn't happen, I wouldn't be here. And where I am right now is really exactly. good. It's a really good place to be. Like what I'm doing yeah. right now, I, I, I'm very successful. I'm very happy. And I wouldn't Bingo. be here if that awful stuff didn't happen. So, Bingo. Because so, even, even, even that bad stuff maybe needed to happen to yeah. get you to right where you are. Because if that bad stuff didn't happen, you know, then it could have led to, you know, something else. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I, yeah, I, would, I would have never moved to Boston had, had <laughs> not the bad stuff happened. But, you know, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a lifelong Yankee fan. My, my, my <laughs> dread was coming to, I don't want to move to Boston. No, I don't want to live up there. <laughs> but, but having come up here, it's the greatest thing I've ever done for my, like, it, um, my career is going great. I'm doing really well up here. And it's, it's it, you know, it's, it's that old, it's that old edge, like, you know, God, Shuts the door and opens a window. It's it's, it's Ditto. that's exactly what happened. And I see that through my through my children. I, I see my children's eyes. And you know, I I you know, like again my story, but my children are just absolutely fantastic. And I see them every single day and they're they're better. And I'm I'm just thrilled. And again, that's what that show was about. He went back, he could go back to tomorrow. But he could also go back to tomorrow's tomorrow and so on. And he did. And he went back to his grandfather who, excuse me, his great grandfather, who is a silly story was he was hitting golf balls over a lake, uh, whatever number of years ago. And he ran out of golf balls. So he wanted to go in the original life of his. He ran out of golf balls. So he went to go get the golf ball that he just hit and he ended up drowning. So he went back. And had a golf ball, walked to him, had a golf ball in his pocket and gave him a golf ball so he wouldn't go into the lake and get another one. So it was because he had the option of, you had to watch the show. Because the, 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 the sea was angry that day, my friends. <laughs> Come on, somebody has to get that reference. Please acknowledge the reference. Anyway, that's that. So any, right, what are you guys watching? I, I went too deep there. No, it was good. I enjoyed that. I, I so uh, I've been, uh, we watched this. All right. I have a rant. We watched this movie. This is going to be uh, d- difficult because my last, uh, you know, on a previous podcast, I've talked about my feminist stance, but I watched I Care a Lot on, on Netflix and it was not good. It was just, it was heavy handed. It was very, uh, the first, the, it's a movie about, you know, 
I think the, the emphasis of the, there's a movie, so there's a, uh, a woman who she, her whole, the way she makes money is to exploit old people. Where's the beef? Like she gets them committed to be wards of the state and she's their guardian and then she just bleeds them dry and steals their money. And she takes in this ward of the state who happens to be, uh, you know, someone who you don't mess with. She's the mother of a Russian mafia, you know, Capitan. And so the, once, once he finds out what's happening, you expect this whole like revenge plot to happen. And then, <laughs> and then what happens is, you know, it, it, it's Sorry, we're just there. laughing because Pearl Sorry. just over poured his Chimay. Pearl has a drinking problem, much like an airplane. <laughs> I have a Chimay problem, it's not a drinking problem. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Professor. No, but the, I mean, the movie, the first, the, the premise is interesting because like, the, there's a woman who's doing this yeah. evil stuff to these old people and she should get her comeuppance, but then she doesn't she becomes the hero of the movie in the second half and yeah it, it was just like ah, oh, this is annoying like there's no one to root for in this movie it's just it, it was bad oh wow that ties into what what you guys were just talking about sometimes there's just sometimes the bad people win you know yeah. like but but, but like, the whole thing was like i get what they were trying to do they were trying to make like a like trying to take a female and the female Goodfellas, right? Like, because in Goodfellas, they're bad people. They're they're bad people, but you root for them because they're the heroes. Yeah. Right? Like, but and so they were trying to do something like that here, but it just didn't think, work. Yeah, and I, I think unfortunately they have to act tougher. Like, you know, females can be tough. Yeah. No, I I I, I totally get that, and I support that. But like the the, the, the way they ham, the, it was just ham fisted and and just. It was just badly so, done, Professor. Are you saying are you saying it was badly done, or are you saying that that premise of no, I'm saying it's badly done. And that, premise is, that premise okay. is correct, but they did okay. they did it wrong. That's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. What have you been watching, Flex? <laughs> I don't think you want to know. <laughs> I, you know, I'm still trying to. <laughs> I'm still trying to. I, unfortunately, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, I'm still trying to, to push myself through the uh, the office. As crazy as that sounds, I want to get through all of the episodes. And uh, this season eight is. There's like there are some really funny episodes, and there are some that are just like just bad. Um, one really funny one that I saw recently was um, Mrs. California. So it's you know James James Spader, yeah. Robert get, California. Yeah, so it, the, the episode begins with with Robert California, who's James Spader, coming up and tapping on the, the window of um, of Andy, who's the office manager oh, now. Yeah. He taps on the window and he goes, my wife's going to come in here in four seconds and she's going to want a job and you, no matter what happens, you can't give her a job. <laughs> and then the whole episode is Robert California trying to talk Andy into giving his wife a job. <laughs> Yeah, and Andy's confused. He's like, "Wait, do you want me to give her the job, or do you not want me to give her the job?" Uh, it's it's really funny. Um, yes, 
so yeah, I'm 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 still trying to get through that, and then uh, just the kids kids movies. I don't know. My my kids the other day were like, "Let's watch the Spiderwick Chronicles." You've never seen that, Dad, have you? <laughs> I was like, no. So you know, I'm, I'm like half watching the, these movies. Um, that one and and Flora and Ulysses, which is a which is actually it was it was actually kind of good. It was a it um, was. a squirrel, a superhero squirrel, <laughs> this girl. The girl uh, who uh, befriends the superhero squirrel. Um, yeah, that author was, um, and I'm going to forget the name of the movie, but she, I mean, book, but she wrote another uh, book that was quite popular that, that ended up, then she wrote uh, Flora and Ulysses. So that oh, okay. was like her second, like, kind of big thing. So I, I, I felt like in the, um, at least from, from the, as far as the acting was concerned, that the, the little girl that, played Flora was really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of those like child actresses that just, you know, seems like she's really going to go, go places. Yeah. My kids enjoyed it. Yeah. So that's, that's what I've got. That's you got. Well, my surprise of the week is, is one minor thing. It's uh, Nirvana, which again, we can get into a huge discussion about this, but uh, it, I don't even know how this came up. I was strolling. I was, you know, not wait, doing much work. Wait, uh, your discussion is Nirvana, great band or the greatest band ever? That, that, yeah, is that exactly. what you're <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is almost like a blast from the past. Like, why would you bring up Nirvana? But would you guys believe that Kurt Cobain, okay, you know, we know the unfortunate ending. He was, you know, troubled guy and, and, and you know, Lots of, you know, you can sit and watch so many things about him and try to guess what type of person he was. But the story, I mean, my idea was he was only 27 when he died. And it's been 27 years since he's been dead now, this year. So he's now been alive, you know, as long as he's been dead, you know, which is unfortunate, you know. So he was, uh, you know, he died in 94, born in 67, and now it's obviously 2021. So they are bringing out some uh, uh, kind of things about you know him, and there was this one thing that I came across that was Nirvana bleach tapes, and I know you can't see obviously because we're doing a podcast, but uh, this was released. Oh uh, yeah, they re-released that. Yeah. Yeah, blue tapes. They only released 1989 of them, 1989, because that was you know the year that they came out, and I happened to get two of them. Um, oh wow! When it came out, cool. which which the idea I'm not selling them for money because I can't wait to actually find a tape player because <laughs> <laughs> I want to play this again. It's it was it's on it's the blue dip, uh, tape B L E W, but they're on blue B L U E because blue uh, was the first song on Bleach, the their first album. It was the first song, mm-hmm. and it was the second to last song that they play live. Um, before Kurt took his own life. So their last live show, Blue was the B-L-E-W, was the first, was the second to last song that they played. So it's, <laughs> it's you know, whatever. And I know you, I don't know what you guys, whatever relation Nirvana is, but all I did was listen to Nirvana. Yeah, yeah no, no, that, that, that's exactly where I was going. So you know, when, my, when yeah. so like, what, here's the question. When, what's your memory of his death like what where were you like 
Yeah, my mom. They talk about the moon landing. Mom, about when Kennedy was shot. Like, I do you remember where you were yeah. when Kennedy was shot. Do you remember where you were when you heard that? My, Kurt my house died? when because I was growing I up. I was walking down my hallway, and my mom was some singer killed him or some singer died or whatever she said. And I'm walking down my hallway that I grew up in, and my parents still live in the house, and they're like, whatever. And I heard his name, and I'm like, that was it. Mm-hmm. Flex. Yeah, no, I was I was in college. Uh, just from, I was in the, my dorm room, and like one of the other kids in my dorm came, you know, kind of barging in, like like Kurt Cobain's dead, like you know, shouting what happened, and that, that's that's how I heard it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I I was living I was in college. I was living in an apartment off campus, and I remember getting a phone call from uh, this this guy Chris, who I don't I don't even talk to anymore. But like I, I remember him. Like he called me. He was, like, he was like, "Did you hear the news?" And I was like, "What? What?" He's like, "He's like, Kurt's dead." And yeah, you know, I just remember here, like you know, I, I vividly remember. Like I can remember the the, the pattern on the sofa, like the paneling on the yeah. wall. I just remember like yep. where I was when I heard that. Exactly. Yeah. Same here. Same here. Yeah, I, we. My friend was a musician. Like he, if you guys heard him, he was in. Uh, that band Rope Tree that um you know I've mentioned to you guys who's the bassist, but he could play any Nirvana song anytime. So I would just go over his house and we would drink and we would just listen to Nirvana and he would play and I would mess up on bass and play it. <laughs> um, but you know, Nirvana was just, you know, Nirvana's me, you know. Every time I hear their songs, it's just fantastic. So anyway, so when it came on, I I Managed to snag two of these. There's only 1989, and I got two of them. So, you know, I felt really That's good about it. That's pretty cool. So yeah. I, I know where you can get a I know where you can get a tape player because my son was born from another era. I, I don't know where yeah. he came from, but he is uh, <laughs> he's quite the the historian, and he um, he wanted for his birthday, I think it was, he wanted a a like a Sony Walkman. So yeah, he needs. <laughs> Need somewhere to play tapes. My son's got a Sony Walkman. Nice. Um, uh, and also, ironically, his his girlfriend, oh, uh, is, is a, a big Nirvana fan. Oh, that's and, nice. And, wait, wait, oh, this is news. Wait, what? That's that's which is, which is crazy. Like I, you know, I just I love talking to her because I'm like, so wait, you know, what's your favorite wait, song? And like, do oh, you know Flex. this song? Flex is her mother single. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 like no, Flex, did you tell her the story? Sorry. Did you tell her the story about your chin bleeding in the hole? Oh God, no, <laughs> no, I have not. I have not. I haven't told my kids that story. <laughs> Come on. That? Oh, I haven't told them not yet. Well, you might as well tell the podcast. I, I, Let's tell the story. I about just you going uh, okay. Long. Well, the, the, it's it's a simple story. It's not very complicated, but it's it's uh. I was in a mosh pit and um, it was, uh, it smells like teen spirit. It was the only time I ever saw Nirvana. It was at the Roseland in, in New York. And yeah, I was in the mosh pit and I slammed on like somebody's shoulder, my chin on somebody's shoulder and just started, started bleeding. And um, oh, there, there was a kind of a crazy thing. I had this, I had this Notre Dame hat that it was like one of those things where like I would always, I would always like lose it or almost lose it and always find it again. And that was, a, that was one of those scenarios. I was in the mosh pit and I lost the hat 
And I'm like, you know, looking around, like scrounging around on the ground. And, and like, sure enough, like later on, um, probably a couple songs later, I like saw it on the ground and I was able to find it. But um, yeah, my, my, so my chin was bleeding. So we, we, you know, had to go to the hospital and get stitches and have a nice scar because of it. Yeah. I, I bled for Nirvana. <laughs> have only all. <laughs> Good times. All right, guys. But that's pretty cool. Uh, the the only let me just throw one more thing into this Nirvana thing, just to throw the popularity of it out there was, you know, and I would I'm not selling these, but I bought it for nine dollars. I bought two, so eighteen bucks. I went to try to find the new the like the information about, you know, the the tape and why they release it and whatnot. And they're actually selling for like ninety dollars now, hundred dollars just for a tape. So, oh, so, so if anyone wants to spend hundred dollars, it should contact you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, they're actually not selling. Not selling. Well, you do have two. So I think Dave, I think you misunderestimated how broad our audience actually is. I would never <laughs> underestimate the broad fingers. <clears throat> oh wait, oh, oh, I just got an email. I just got an email. <laughs> Guys, Guinness Guinness says they'll come back on as a sponsor. Guinness will come back on as a sponsor if they can have one of the tapes. Come on, Dave. Cough it up. It was weird getting the tape. I mean, look at this. This was this was our past. This is it right here. Yeah. I remember. Um, do you uh did, did you guys ever see the movie? of i don't remember what it was but it was like it was a bunch of like home videos of um kurt cobain and and um yeah yeah courtney yeah, love and, the, and their daughter yeah, yeah. yeah that was it was kind of interesting i mean it, it was just like little home like you know snippets home video snippets of them and their daughter yeah, yeah. Well, what i found like my my take on the on the later the retrospective views of Kurt is like I I had no concept of how strung out he actually was. He was pretty far along. Like he was, yeah. You know, so like when we were we were a kid, like we're listening to his music and just watching it. Like on you, you just get the MTV version of him. You don't you don't see that, but like he was he was pretty far along. Yeah. Yeah, I remember I hearing so. about those, like, remember those those things that happened, I think, like a show in Italy or something where he, he went he went unconscious or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah, yeah that was the yeah. first, his first overdose was in Italy. Yeah, that's what it was, yeah. And, and to have, and, like, your, you know, Nirvana Unplugged on MTV being, like, your last live, like, where everybody sees you. This is our first record. Most people don't own it. You know... You gotta be pretty far along. Sad. How good was that? Like that, the like that. Absolutely. The unplugged Nirvana is amazing. amazing. It's yeah. so amazing. Like, how, like Allison Chains did the same thing. It, it's good, but it's not the same. It, it, like, like, and Pearl Jam did one. I like this good. What I, li what I liked about the Nirvana one was all of the covers that that he did. Yeah, yeah. You know, like he, he kind of like like delved into the the bands that he's yeah, listening exactly. to what, what influenced them to get to where they are right and and right. just to show how talented you know they all were together you know to have yeah. you know, dave grohl chris novocellic you know kirk Cobain, you know uh 
or he's forgetting. Mm, I don't know, man. I'm look, Dave Grohl, yes. Yeah. Chris Novoselic, I don't know how talented he was. I think he just uh, yeah. was in the right place at the right time. No, I, oh. I actually. Oh, that's an interesting take. Okay. No, I, <laughs> I, 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 uh, no, I mean, you know, nothing here, against him, but I just, I, have you ever seen, look at, look at Dave Grohl. I mean, Dave Grohl is still in one of the most popular bands on the, on the planet. Yeah. Uh, and have you ever heard of Chris Novoselic again? I do agree with that. And it is, yeah. Which, I mean, oh, does that throw into like the importance of bassists in, in a band? Like, does the bassist really matter, you know, as much? Ask your brother. He plays the bass, right? <laughs> if that band is Primus or Rush. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Primus, uh, you know, Flea, you know, Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's right. That's another, uh, that's another uh, Brawls on Beers episode. But, no, Nirvana was just, you know, Nirvana, there will never be anything at all, like, you know, just the joy that they brought us and, you know, unfortunately, the joy that they couldn't bring to themselves, you know, was absolutely amazing. You know, Beatles are the Beatles, but I, I do think, you know, Nirvana was more important. Yeah, no, I, I, I brought this up before in this group where... So I don't know. Uh, hold on, hold on. I mean, I just... Flex, flex, I, I, flex, flex, sorry, flex, Professor, flex. Professor, I, I have got... I, are you saying that Nirvana yes. was more important than the Beatles? Yes. Oh, no, yes. no, I'm sorry. Yes, it was. They, maybe they were more important to like our age group, but no, that, there's no way. Huh? That's another story. Oh my God! All right, go, sorry. Go ahead, Professor. What were you saying? It was exactly the same type of argument. Is that like I had uh, when I was a postdoc out at UCSF? There was a, a German guy. Who we had this argument uh, about who was more influential, Nirvana or Queen? And he was saying Queen is the more influential band. And I was like, well, like because of where I where I grew up, I you know we graduated high school in 1992. Nirvana is the most influential thing in our lives. Like it, it was, it, it changed it changed everything to, to, in America. It changed everything. But but apparently in Europe, you know Queen. Queen did the same thing. Like it didn't have yeah. the same effect. Like we had to go back and forth in this whole thing about Queen versus Nirvana. But it, but Nirvana versus Beatles, is a whole other argument. That's a. <laughs> I, I agree, but I don't know. It's, it's, it's part of it's part of who we are. It's part of like you know like, like Flex and I graduated high school in 1992. You know, like we like if you graduate we. In the early night, like Nirvana changed the world to us. It did. Yeah. It did. Yeah. And, there, and and if you didn't, if you weren't in, at our age in that time span, then I you don't see it that way. But yeah. for us, it did. It, it absolutely did. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I'm like. The I definitely agree with the Beatles. I mean, with uh, Nirvana, but like the Beatles, like yes and no. But actually, what's that? Actually, which is a good segue. Which I don't know where we're at with our podcast here, but the um, they're coming out with something like a Beatles um, like behind the scenes. I don't know if you guys have seen that. If you haven't, check it out. There's a small um trailer 
for a Beatles thing. Where oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the guy from Lord of the Rings. What's his name? Peter Jackson. Yeah, Peter yeah. Jackson yeah, yeah, yeah. If you it's not really that, it was like yeah. it was filmed yesterday. Yeah, it was like it was. It was amazing. Oh, okay. And that gave yeah. me a uh, everyone, cool. everyone listening to this, who is us three plus two more. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Google <laughs> plus Peter minus. Jackson Beatles and watch. Are, are you counting Craig in this? In that too? Oh, Craig. Sorry, yeah. Craig. <laughs> us two and three more. <laughs> yeah. When whenever that comes out, that Beatles documentary thing, it's gonna be. Yeah, I'm totally watching that. I'm totally watching. Why? <laughs> you haven't seen that? You haven't seen the trailer? I know I haven't seen that, oh, but I'm I'm I, I saw Peter Jackson's um where he, where he did something similar with world the World War One footage. Yeah, well, that was really yeah, cool. Yeah, it's it's doing it again with the Beatles. It's good. It, it's like yeah, yeah, I'll have to see that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, like this is a whole other conversation. But like maybe we should wait wait for that movie to but like to watch the trailer of that it's it, just to see the way John interacts with the rest of like it's it's fascinating. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can like almost like see who was like maybe this guy maybe he was more like a Beatle than the other guy. Like you always wonder like who was the main influence behind the Beatles of the of them, you know? Yeah, but but also like the fact that like we like we know them as the Beatles, we know them as gods, but like True. there were a couple of guys like hanging out like when you That's see them like in the in the in this footage it's just like around, jumping around yeah yeah exactly it's exactly what we're doing right now although we're yeah. not the Beatles. <laughs> i don't think the three of us will ever become the beatles but <laughs> it, but the conversations that they were having the backstage like just interactions among them it's very similar it's yeah if, if the rest of that trailer is like the trailer then that's going to be a huge success so flex i'm, sure you, I'm surprised you haven't seen that no, yeah, I I don't know. I guess I don't get a I don't get out enough. I don't know what I'm doing with my time, but oh, you, well, that, you don't stay in enough. If you stay in, you stay, <laughs> stay in enough. That's the problem. <laughs> well, they say by Fourth uh, of July, we're all going to be. Oh, uh, uh, let's hope so. Coveting. Right? Yeah, that'd be nice. Well, this has been really great, guys. I think, Sorry, uh, a lot of editing. Right? Yeah, episode. I'm gonna have. I'm definitely gonna have a lot of editing. It's probably gonna be a couple <laughs> weeks before we get this one out. Longest, longest frozen beers ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's monumental. It was a good one. Though. I good, think no, it's good times though. It's it's yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Good job, gentlemen. Uh, we 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 need like a. We have to come up with like a sign off. Good night and peace well, out, yo. Flex, you need to uh, play that. Uh, I do. I do want to say though, we we've got to we've got to do a, a like a special St. Patrick's Day. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm in. So I don't know if you guys if you guys are available alive. Wow, man. Oof. I just want to be on camera. That's it. I want to see. <laughs> What's uh, St. Patrick's Day? Jesus Christ! <laughs> we just lost the sponsor. out for the kids, but like, yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna be listening to this a couple of times. I think. Make sure I get everything. <laughs> Perfect sake. That's what you have to say. I was Perfect listening. Sake. Now, why you gotta go and say something like that? Oh, St. Patrick's Day.
17th of March. Oh yeah, that, that we could do the whole episode talking in brogues. That would be fun. All I did, I was listening to Dropkick Dropkick Murphys. I was driving out to the store today, and that's all I listened to. So that's good. That's a good band. I I, I would also recommend Floggy Molly for anyone. I'm gonna flog my Molly in about ten minutes. (laughs) Twice in one night, huh? Three in one day. All right, gentlemen. All right, gentlemen. Gentlemen. It's been fun. I gotta go watch. I gotta go watch The Office now. All right. Drink your chimay. All right.